the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. Hello out there. Welcome to Victory Lane. Here we go again with the teaching on the book of Acts. And... Uh, we're going to continue starting at verse 5. Remember we took off and the Holy Ghost came in and there appeared unto them cloven tongues as a fire and sat upon each of them. All the disciples, cloven tongues, sat upon them and they began to speak with tongues. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues in verse 4, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Okay, now, Father God, we thank you for your grace, goodness, and mercy. Come in and have your way by the power of the Holy Spirit. Teach us what you would have us to learn. Make us better equipped men and women of God. We give you glory, honor, and praise on this glorious day in the study of your word. Have your way in Jesus' name. Let the words of my mouth, meditation of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer, in Jesus' name, amen. Acts chapter 2, verse 5. Verse 5 to 8. And there were dwelling at, at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Check that out. Out of every nation under heaven. Now, when this was noise abroad, uh, uh, abroad when, uh, when people started talking, hey, check this out. These guys are speaking in other tongues. The multitude came together and were uh, confounded. They were confused because that every man heard them speak in his own language. Wait a minute. Every man heard the disciples speaking in their own language. Come on, follow me. And verse 7, Acts 2. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? Are not all these guys that speak in Galileans? Are they all not the, the same race, nationality, and speak with the same tongue? Yes, they are. And then they say, and then they say, and verse 8, how hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born? They're speaking foreign languages. They're speaking foreign languages to the people all around them. This is what speaking in tongues is. It's not no babbling. It's not no. That's not speaking in tongues. You can get mad at me all you want. I'm telling you what the Bible says. 
how hear we, every man, in our own language, our own tongue, wherein we were born. Now, I cover this subject real deep in my book that's written called Pippin in the Pulpit. You read it for yourself. I don't want to go into that right now because we're just studying it. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. Now, and he, now he lists. He lists this. He talks about how hear we, every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born. Now he lists what tongues there are. Parthians and Medes, Elamites, and dwellers in Mesopotamia, and in Judea, and in Cappadocia, and in Pontus, and Asia, Pyrgia, Pamphylia, and in Egypt, and in the parts of Libya, about Serene, and strangers of Rome, Jews, proselytes, those who have been converted from, from a, a different religion, Cretes, and Arabians. We do hear them speak in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. The Galileans are speaking in tongues of all these people who speak a foreign language. And they're speaking the wonderful works of God. And what were those works? About Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came to seek and save that which is lost. About Jesus Christ, who died for the sins of the world, about Jesus Christ, who gave himself and shed his blood on the cross for the remission of sins, for the forgiveness of sins, about Jesus Christ, and if you believe in him, you shall have eternal life, about Jesus Christ. That's what they were speaking, the wonderful works of God. Verse 12, And they were all amazed, and we're in doubt, saying one to another, what meaning, what meaneth this? What's the meaning of this? All these Galileans are speaking in foreign languages of all these people who are here in different tongues. What is the meaning of this? Others mocking, verse 13, said these men are, 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 are full of new wine. They're saying they're drunk. Verse 14. But Peter, who? But Peter, who? But Peter, the same one who Jesus said, whom do the Son of Man say that I am? Some say, say that thou art Elijah. Some say that thou John the Baptist that rose from the dead. Some say that thou another prophet. But Peter, who, he said, but who do you say that I am? Thou art the Christ. That's Peter, the son of the living God. And Jesus responded, Peter, flesh and blood didn't show that to you, Peter. Only my father which is in heaven. And right now, you're going to be called Simon, the rock. And upon that rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And whatever they bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever they loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. He wasn't saying Peter was the rock. He said, upon the rock I will build my church upon myself. But Peter, you the rock that's going to start this thing going. And that's what Peter. But Peter. Verse 14, Acts 2. Standing up, bold, with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my word. Listen to me. 
For these are not drunken as you think they should be, seeing it's only but the third hour of the day, it ain't but six o'clock in the morning. Verse 16, Acts chapter 2. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass. In the last day, said God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall have dreams. He's preaching the, 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 the prophecy of Joel. And on my servants, and on my handmaids, and I will pour out in those days of my spirit that they shall prophesy. Talking about me, talking about Jesus. In the last days. When did the last, the last, see the last day started, the last day started when Jesus ascended unto heaven. We've been living in the last days since Jesus ascended into heaven. In the last days I will pour out my spirit, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit upon all flesh. All your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream. It's been happening since Jesus ascended. Verse 19. And I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath blood and, 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 and fire and vapor of smoke. He's going to show signs and wonders. Verse 20, Matthew 24 lets you know. Because when he comes back, Revelation says it too. It lets you know. The moon is going to turn like blood. The stars are going to fall. The sky is going to roll up. Vapors of smoke and fire. All that's going to happen in the last days. And we're living in those last days now. I will show signs and wonder. He said, verse 20, Acts 2. The sun shall be turned into darkness. No more sun. And the moon into blood. The moon is going to fall and it's going to turn into blood. The moon's going to be like blood. Before the great and notable day of the Lord come. When Jesus comes, it's, he's, not, he's not coming like he came before in a baby in a manger. It's going to be hell on wheels for some folks. Okay? <laughs> Get ready. Y'all think this is a joke? Some folk, I don't believe it. the Son of Man is coming. Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Yeah, uh, uh, Peter said, to me, some of y'all said, uh, uh, I've been hearing this from, from the time I was knee-high to a duck. And Jesus coming back. Jesus coming back. He ain't came back yet. Yeah, guess what? One day is unto the Lord as a thousand. A thousand days is as a, a thousand years is as one day. And a thousand years is as one day. That's what the Bible says. But God is not slack on his promise. He wants everyone to repent. So when can he come? Any moment now. Or maybe not now. But one day he's coming. Will you be ready? The Bible ain't no joke. It's not no joke. And it says, And whoever, verse 21, And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's it. I went to a church one day and they said, hey, you can't be a member of our church unless you speak in tongues. I'm saved. Well, you can't, no, you can't speak in tongues. Where does it say, where does it say that in the Bible? Show me where it says you have to speak in tongues to be saved. 
I'll show you differently in Romans. Romans 10. Turn there. 10 and 9. Romans. Let me turn there so I can say it right. I'm going to turn in my Bible. I know it by heart, but I want you to see me read it in the Bible. Romans 10 and 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's the only requirement there is to be saved. Confess in thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead. And thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. My heart, my mind, my spirit. I believe unto righteousness. And with my mouth confession is made unto salvation. Confession that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is Lord. He is Lord. He is risen from the dead. He is Lord. In verse 15, 13 through 15, Romans. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let me say that again. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him? In whom they have not believed. And how shall they believe in him. Of whom they have not heard. And how shall they hear without a preacher. And how shall they be. How shall they preach. Except they be sent as it is written. How beautiful are the feet of them. That preach the gospel of peace. And bring glad tidings. Of good things. That's the preacher's job. But the whole point of this scripture is. How to be saved. You don't have to speak in tongues. I know I'm going down somebody's street and y'all don't like it. So what? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not preaching or teaching anybody or anyone to like me. I'm preaching the word of God. Hebrews 12 11 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword is living, and it will cut and it will divide the heart and the soul of the person listening to it. Let me read it. Let me, let me read it. Let me read it. Let me read it. I, I don't want to think I'm making it up. Da, 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 da. I got to get my phone. Stay with me now. I love this, but this is what I love about the phone. I, I'm not, stay with me now. Okay? Here you go. For the word of God is quick, meaning it's living and powerful. And powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword. It cuts backwards, forward, it cuts. It cuts deep. With a sword piercing, even to the dividing, asunder, taking apart the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow. And it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. That's my mission. And sometimes preachers, you got to preach that. Oh, feel good, prosperity, being blessed. No, you got you you to preach it all. Hit them in the gut with the word of God. You got coward preachers and pastors. Yeah, I said it. You got coward preachers and pastors and bishops 
who won't preach about sin, who won't preach about heaven, who won't preach about hell, who won't preach about the, the, the consequences thereof. Y'all got to give account to God. That's all I got to say about that. Now, let me continue. Acts 2 and 22. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs which did by him in the midst of you as ye yourself also know. You've seen him change water to wine. You've seen him walk on water. You've seen him cast out devils. You've seen him make the blind see, make the lame walk, make the dumb talk. You've seen him feed 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread. You've seen him even brought back the dead to life. You've seen him. Peter is preaching. And he said, Him being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken and, 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 and wicked hands have crucified and slain. Y'all did this. But whom God has raised, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holding other. God loosed the pains of death when he rose from the grave. I'm in Acts 2, verse 25. For David speaking concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face. And he is on my right hand that I should not be moved. David is saying, Jesus, therefore did my heart glad rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in peace. David, I feel okay. I feel all right. Because I will not leave my soul in hell. Talking about Jesus. Neither will thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Talking about Jesus. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. Talking about Jesus. Men, then Peter said, men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David. That he is both dead and buried. And his sepulcher, his grave, is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. Prophesied by, 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 by David that Jesus would be raised from the dead to sit at the right hand throne of God. He seen this before. He seen it. Spake of the resurrection of Christ that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus hath God raised up, wherefore we are all witnesses. God bless you. God keep you. Tune in next week for the study of the book of Acts as we continue. God bless you. God be with you. Amen. By All that's good and perfect comes from you. You're the heart of my contentment. Hope for all I do. Oh, Jesus, you're the center of my joy. When I've lost my direction, 
Hallelujah. 
Join us next week as Reverend Ray continues his teaching on the book of Acts. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.